Hello and welcome to a new episode of Other Record Labels. I'm your host, Scott Orr, where we talk about the art and culture of running a record label and we're taking the mystery out of how record labels work. And this whole series is about sync licensing. This is part of our Summer of Sync series. But if you're just catching in or tuning in um, months later or just kind of want to learn a little bit about sync licensing, today's episode is an interview with Christine Leslie, who works at this music production house called Tattoo in Toronto. And they're probably one of the leaders in this field. And they're the kind of company, we, we go deep into this uh, in some incredible insights in the world of music for advertising. And that's kind of what we're focusing on today. In my interview with Christine, we talk about how ad agencies work and how production houses work when it comes to creating bespoke music or looking for just that right track that's going to fit a TV commercial or some sort of advertising opportunity. And so that's the area we're hoping to demystify today for you. Christine is the best guest to have for this subject. And there is some incredible insights. This interview was recorded actually quite a few months ago in preparation for this sync licensing series. And I was just listening back to some of the wise nuggets that I think you're going to absolutely love. And you're going to find helpful for your own situation as an independent artist or as an independent record label looking to get better in the sync licensing world. And on that topic of sync licensing, make sure you download our mega huge free guide to sync licensing for record labels. Just go to otherrecordlabels.com slash sync or click the link in the description. So we're covering this topic uh, in depth over the next few months. And it's a topic, you know, the idea of, and, and I'm really trying to focus in on all the different um, facets of, of music licensing and sync licensing, but it's a topic yeah. that a lot of folks in our community of record label owners and artists as well have been wanting to learn more about. What makes the concept of music licensing so appealing to artists and labels in, in, in your opinion? I, I mean, in my experience, it's been so elusive, but for some reason, I still have dreams of getting that big sync deal one day. Why is this topic so appealing, so sexy to artists and labels? I think for a number of reasons. I mean, the first reason, uh, like you said, could be the big sink, the money. The payout, yeah. <laughs> the payout, you know, depending on, you know, if you're an up-and-coming artist. Um, I mean, the, you know, to have something, uh, you know, some money coming in, uh, on a com especially on a commercial. Commercials pay mm. uh, a lot more than long format. Um, so when you land a commercial and all of a sudden you've got a check for 20, 40, 50 sometimes even a hundred grand. Mm. Um, those are kind of sexy and sweet. Yeah. Right that's there. a big, yeah, that's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then the second opt, like the sixth, second reason why it's such a, you know, a great thing to have is, um, well, I would, I would say it gets your song out there in a different venue, sure. not just being played on the, the radio. Um, you know, imagine being attached to a really cool film or a really cool oh, totally. spot, like the way that Apple kind of put Feist on the map. A hundred percent. Yeah, good uh, point. That's a great point. You know, uh, I think that's that's pretty awesome. Um, so yes, that's right. That's I never thought of that. That advertising uh, and even films, uh, it's far less crowded. A film might have twenty songs, an ad, an ad would have one, as opposed to yeah, being heard on a Pandora station or in a playlist. 
Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, the payout is 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 definitely, I think, um, attractive. I remember ten or fifteen years ago, it was like you get a placement and you pay off your mortgage, kind of thing. And and I mean, that's yeah. probably changed. Certainly, mortgages have gotten more expensive. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> but that used no. to be the kind of the the idea. Yeah, I had an artist. Uh, I worked on Joe Fresh for a while, mm. and um, the artist we used and her name escapes me right now um anyway uh uh about a year after the spot ran uh her label and publisher came to visit me and they were out of new york and then she was living in sweden or something like that Mm. the artist and so uh the label and publisher said you know the artist really wanted to be here to meet you and i thought well that's (laughs) <laughs> that's crazy. Well, you know, if she was yeah. in town, great, but I hope she wasn't making the trip. But according to them is that uh, she took all the money that she made from the spot and um, bought a little church in the town that she lived in and put a recording studio oh, in there. Oh, my goodness. And um, so she also offered that to every musician in her town to come in and record for free. Wow. And, you know, just to get their music out there. And, once I learned that story, I went, it's oh. <laughs> the most incredible story yeah. I had ever heard of somebody. It changed her life. Here. Yes, exactly. Oh, my I mean, goodness. I, I, at that point, I never really thought too much about what happens with the money. And, you know, I just always thought, oh, well, aren't they lucky? They can, yeah. you know, do good with it. But that I never thought about what could actually happen. So Right, yeah. And I mean, I always think because they're so elusive, I always think that if, you know, if somebody did get 50 grand or 100 grand, that it really is spread out of out of five, 10 years. And it just yeah. just ha- kind of adds to their, but yeah, to think of someone d- making a big purchase like that and, and such a life change, that's incredible. I've always wondered from your position, actually, even before we, we ho- hopped on this call, I, I used to think, it must be such a nice day for you to to email someone and let them know they got the spot. Like that must be. I mean, maybe you're over it now, but it certainly no. would be a big deal for the artist. No, it's it's always a huge deal for me mm. when I uh, can tell somebody that they, you know, we're moving forward with your your song. Yeah. For me, it's just like um, a sense of oh my gosh, I, th- I'm so thrilled. Um, you know, for everyone all the yeah, way along. Sure. So I've always been um, very supportive of artists. So, yes. Um, so for me, yeah, uh, that it's just, it's still a thrill. I don't think I'll ever uh, not be happy with them. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm also happy for me too because I'm relieved that, you know, that everyone, you know, we found something it works and everyone's yeah. happy. Yeah. I'm I'm a I'm one of those people that like to give. So you're you know? like uh you're like the person the university admissions person who gets to write the acceptance <laughs> letters. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good job too. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> that might be my second career. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you just so I get an understanding here? Can you really quickly uh, run me through the different ways music can be licensed? From what I understand, m- music that is used in ads is a little different than 
than a track being placed in a TV show or movie. Are are there kind of like within the industry, and I know you specialize in one area uh, specifically, but uh, um, are, are there kind of, you know, this category here, this category, are there silos when it comes to licensing? Yeah, there's a there's a lot. Now, okay. you're right, I do specialize in commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also done TV shows, uh, film. Uh, there's gaming. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, I also, which I thought was really super fun, is we my clients did an installation, um, a karaoke installation with their it was a car company uh-huh. and uh, it was set up in Dundas square. And so basically I had to license a bunch of karaoke songs uh-huh. and, um, and yeah, and people were getting into the car and doing carpool. Oh, right. So <laughs> there's kind of those crazy little sure. things. Um, there's also, um, you know, some smaller companies, want to license your music for um other websites okay um you know uh let me think what else uh yeah definitely apps and stuff like that yeah but i find uh certain apps okay um but i find that i have worked on a lot of apps and um uh, there's usually not a huge budget. <laughs> right, right, sure. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there there is crazy. And it, in that area too, with licensing, it just keeps growing. You're right. So as more unknown media happens, um, there's still lots of opportunities. There's also, you know, uh, uh, let's say a client, going back to commercials, um, let's say a client really likes um, the song that they've licensed uh, for their commercial, they may want to license it for their on hold button. Oh, okay, well. sure, yeah, right, right, no. right. No, that's a good yeah. point. Um, talk to me about um, specifically commercials then with you and, and your role and and what you guys do. <laughs> so, um, I am not only a music supervisor, but I'm an executive producer. So I wear two hats. Okay. I started off as an executive producer. Uh, so I work at, uh, tattoo, mm-hmm. uh, sound and music and it's in Toronto. So we are a music house. So our main focus is commercials, but we do a lot of uh, animation and um, uh, we do some films and some TVs or basically anything that is audio related. We do right. So um, I kind of fell into licensing music. Uh, the company that I worked for previous, uh, pre- previously, the girl that did their licensing had quit, and we were kind of stuck. <sighs> in a situation where we needed to license a song and, and quickly, and it was for a TV show. So I happened to know the publisher. She was my best friend. So I called her up and I said, look, I have to license this song. I have no idea what I'm doing. I didn't even know what MFN meant. Um, so she gave me a crash course. And I ended up licensing the song for this this uh, TV show. 
So then it just kind of blossomed from there. I just kept doing it. Um, So my, my position now as an exec producer and, um, and like a music supervisor, um, they've, I, I guess I, I split my time equally between both jobs. So, um, yeah. Does that answer your question? Of course. (laughs) Of course. What what do you, what do you like about it? Oh, uh, well, like listening to music. uh, Do you like it? (laughs) Oh yeah, I do. I mean, I listening to music every day, yeah. Uh, is just such a treat anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, and you get paid to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's pretty awesome. Does it ruin, uh, does it ruin uh, movies for you and, and commercials and TV shows? Not necessarily the, you know, I do critique sometimes yeah. when I see a placement, I think, well, oh, that's, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that doesn't fit, but yeah. that's just a matter of your taste. Sure. Yeah. That's a good so, point. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's, you know, that's, uh, like, I, I think that's the reason why a lot of the clients, my clients come to me and say like my taste in music mm. and if they don't, they're going to someone else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that's basically it. You know, if I see something that I don't like, it's just, it's bottom line. It's just my taste. I, um, I, I always, um, when I, when I am watching a TV show and there's like a really famous song, it always takes me <laughs> out of the moment because I, I start to think about how much that cost. <laughs> that's what I'm always uh, thinking. I'm like, wow, that's, that yeah. sounds really like Bob Dylan. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, that often happens. <laughs> I always keep my phone beside me too sometimes because there, you know, sometimes there are songs that oh. you that you know you you're not really sure what the title are, but you love the song. Yeah. It's a good placement. You want to steal it and use it yeah. on something else. <laughs> uh, I'm forever shazamming. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's awesome. <clears throat> I, I I think one of the things about this topic that seems uh, that people. Uh, that draws people to it is that it seems easy. It seems like passive income for, for the artists, for the record labels. Uh, I think primarily because from a label's perspective, the music is already done, written, recorded, mastered. So this idea of finding more ways to exploit it after all the fixed costs are paid is really enticing. And I, and I, I, got, I got to think that's wrong to think that it, it is, it is easy. Um, as an outsider looking in, yes, I can see how, it looks easy. You know, yeah. you have a song, you, you know, it gets licensed and you get paid. Yeah. Um, the competition is fierce. Right. Uh, because, you know, earlier I said that there's, you know, a lot of music and um, there's a lot of opinions and a lot of approval parties that you have to go through to actually land on a particular song. Um, so it's... Uh, it's not like that it's hard. It's just that there's just a lot of competition. Right. Um, I think that when my clients are looking for up and coming in the uh, artists, uh, you know, that's, that's a lot easier to license uh, when, when you know what your budget is, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, well-known songs, well-known artists, um clients usually uh well my the term i use is uh they want those kind of art artists but you know and we call it champagne artists on a beer budget okay <laughs> <laughs> so 
yeah. you know, yeah. but occasionally that uh, clients do have the money to license, you know, well-known tracks. And, so, but, but you're saying sometimes they actually want an unknown track. Yeah, ah, I am. Very cool. That, which is great. Yeah. And that, that's where I have the most fun I is bet. trying to find something that no one knows about mm. and that fits, um, you know, fits the brief. Yeah. Uh, how does an artist or a record label, uh, one that focuses on the, see, you know, for me uh, and and most of our our, our labels uh, in our community, uh, we focus on the traditional model of songwriting and releasing records and touring. Uh, how do they compete with composers who are at home waiting for a brief and compose on the spot? Uh, that's where kind of I feel de- defeated in a way. Is is mm-hmm. I'm my priority is to write a great song, release it on an album. People play it on the record player on vinyl. It would be nice to ha- you know have other uh, revenue streams from that song. How do how do you how do you balance that as as an artist and as a label? Oh, so that one's hard. So when you uh, um, usually when a client comes to me and they want something custom uh, that I'm writing directly with a composer, sure. Um, uh, and usually music houses like myself. Uh, and other houses, we have composers on staff that we kind of deal with. Mm. Um, when and uh, quite frankly, when we are writing music, um, it's because we don't have a big budget to license. Right. Okay. I see. Um, and it, the budgets are small. Uh, usually, when um, uh, if we're going to reach out for. Um, uh, you know, licensing, it's, the fees are much, are, 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 I have to say are much more than <laughs> what it, co- it costs to do a custom track. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay. And, and so like if, if I'm a label and I'm always thinking about multiple revenue streams, uh, yeah. is it, is it possible to, cause you know, I know that a lot of the composers and stuff, there's a lot of people who are live in that world and that sinking world uh-huh. every single day, uh-huh. but for labels, you know, we're thinking about retail distribution and we're thinking about streaming right. platforms uh, and, and we're hoping to have licensing be one of our revenue streams. Is it possible <laughs> to, to do that? Um, and not necessarily have it take up our constant attention. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can answer that for you. Well, yeah, you know, everything kind of, uh, you know, it depends on how much work you put into it. Because mm. um, mm-hmm. I think in the beginning, you you have to establish yourself as you know, here's here we are, here's what we we're we're doing. So that's a constant. Uh, reminder to people this is what we have um so that's a lot of work in itself um and then you know and then keeping that up <laughs> right yeah <laughs> you no. know so uh it's it, that's a hard question to answer no that's <laughs> fair I, I, now a lot of our, our people when when they're thinking about this for the first time they'll google how to get involved and and more often than not they come upon a website where it's either exclusive or non-exclusive, they upload their tracks, they sign everything away, mm-hmm. uh, you yeah. know. And there are there there are millions of them. I, I, I mean, is that yeah. a, a smart decision for a, a label or an artist to do? Mm, uh, it all depends. Um, I think if you have uh, tracks that um, 
oh, how do you explain it? That you know, B side tracks, maybe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's what I would suggest. That, oh, okay. So not your primary songs, like no, not, not your oh, primary. Oh, stuff. good point. I would okay. hold on to that. Oh. I would hold on to that. Your your B sides. Oh, um, interesting. Or just like your beds or something, or yeah, oh, exactly. Very. That's cool. where I would recommend because you know there might be opportunities there too. Um, mm. You know, a couple hundred dollars here, there, you know, stuff. And yeah. it's money that you're not expecting. Yeah. Right. So. Right. Right. So. What What makes a great track? Like, what are our clients? What are you looking for these days? What are the characteristics of a of a great track? <laughs> Um, that's almost like when clients say to me, write me a hit. <laughs> 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 uh, that, it could mean everything. Sure. I mean, I, uh, it all depends on the brief and what we're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's so different than what I'm, uh, I'm what I listen to personally. Okay. It's so different. Uh, and, you know, what I consider a hit yeah. personally. Yeah. Uh, is so different from what makes a great track syncable. Um, That's a good point. You know? what, so, are, what are the differences then? <laughs> like, <laughs> and here I go back to my I'm case. asking you a hundred million uh, yes. like, impossible yes. questions. I'm sorry. No, no. I, I think, you know, for, for like, if, if you want to get a sync, um, you know, uh, I think some of the best things uh, things to know is that, uh, you got to watch your language. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> commercials. Yeah. Commercials, yeah. Good you point. Know? Yeah. Um, and and sometimes even the name of the band, you have to be careful. Oh, um, right. So yeah, uh, because you might have a really great song, but if you know <laughs> your the name of your band is shithead yeah. and a, a band, they're they, uh, in uh, banks, uh, you're gonna go. Oh, I don't really want to. Babies are us. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah, that's a good point yeah <laughs> yeah and really you know for commercials it's just a uh, like a catchy hook or core the chorus is really it yeah so yeah. um and also in again with advertising um uh you know you're also looking to you have to edit to make the your um, your two minute track into a 30 second uh, track up mm. against a, a, a spot, so that's that's usually in advertising, kind of what we're looking for. Right, um, it's easy to edit songs. Well, I was, was going to ask, what are some of the things that that we as record labels can do to prepare for when a, a supervisor calls us and wants to use a track? Um, <laughs> so they've already picked a track. Is that what you're saying? And they're calling you? <laughs> yeah. Let's say, and, and so to, to make sure like that me. we, yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. And to make sure that like, I have everything you need to get it off to you because you're always in a hurry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what, what yeah. can we do to be prepared? So really all I need is an instrumental version mm -hmm. okay. uh, and a full version, like the full vocals and everything. So okay. Um, some music supervisors like to have stems, um, but I, you know, I think that really, um, just having the instrumental and the, uh, just that yeah. is, is great for yeah. me. Right, 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 right. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that, no, that's good to know. And, and, and I mean, just going back to your world, is there something unique about music for ads that's different from film and TV in your mind? Or is it, is it the energy? Is it just the, the emotion? Uh, or are they, are they very similar? Yeah. So with uh, long format film and TV, okay. I always find that, um, you know, when we're looking for a song for film and TV, we're looking to score the emotion on what's going on in the scene. Mm. So, um, uh, so whether you're happy or sad, or you want the viewer to feel something, you're really looking for emotional songs for a long format. Okay. Um, and commercials, I mean, that part's true too for commercials, but commercials, it's really about the lyrics. Oh, I see. Uh, I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah, because you want to identify the lyrics with what's going on, um, you know, uh, what you're trying to sell. You kind of always want to have, they can't be bang on, because uh, nobody likes in our world of commercials that um, they can't be exact, but right. to have, a, you know, a nod to it and, and it's related Right. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I was just doing an interview with an artist from Arts and Crafts a couple of weeks ago, and he was telling me that he tries not he tries not to to cater to uh, his or alter his songs to to for to make them more syncable. At the same time, he tries to never use a person's name because he knows that's like, you know, <laughs> game over. Yeah, well, uh, I'm the different music supervisor. Oh, really? Is Christine in your song? Uh, I would totally. Oh, good point. I've never thought of that. (laughs) I've never thought of that. I'm gonna have a whole record to you by the end of the week. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That's. I think there's only actually one song written about me. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, I got. Uh, I'm. I'm. Christine, the strawberry girl. I think that oh. I can't remember who who uh, who the artist was mm. at the moment. Yeah, no. Christine and the Banshees. I think that's what it was. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Sorry, I digress. no, no, no. But that is, but that is true. But that's that's very interesting that you said about lyrics because I mean I hadn't really thought about that. I'm always thinking about the emotion and the the, the track and the production and the the instruments convey. But that you know, and that's funny because you have sent me briefs before, and I've seen you know who wants to contain this type of messaging, and I thought, wow, that's, yeah. I've never thought of that. Yeah, I think. It was Canadian Tire. I sent you a bunch on yes. as well. Yeah, and uh, you were shortlisted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, let's not talk about that, please. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm, jo- I'm joking. Uh, the, I want to ask you, and I'll let you go. I, but I, I have sure. one more question, and it's about relationships sure. because a lot of people say, as I'm doing this research, that it. Um, that it's a it's a who you know in a way and and uh, you mm-hmm. don't want cold calls you don't want necessarily a, a lot of these people don't want to be sent mp3 files and all this stuff how do how does someone how do you start to build a relationship um i don't even know how we met but how how do you mm-hmm. begin that um organic process of knowing a supervisor knowing Marco, someone like you Marco. um well First of all, I'll tell you how we met, okay. and then I'll tell you <laughs> what I think <laughs> might be the way, uh, you know, to get to know people. So um, we met because a creative director 
um, had um, liked a song that was in your um, on your website, right? And so he sent me your website, a link to your website, and then I just started going through. Uh, all your artists and listening to songs that I was like, wow, these. Uh, oh, <laughs> I, that's I amazing. So okay, I remember that. Yes. And so that's when I had reached out to you. Yes. And uh, and then I, um, yeah. So that's how we met. And so sometimes you know, getting to know somebody is is um, just by. I don't know, crazy situations like that, happenstance. Um, but you, for me because I do get a lot of music sent to me. Um, I, I think I, I love, I actually do like getting music sent to me. Um, uh, and usually I, I don't always have a chance to respond. Sure. Um, and, uh, but that's not to say I'm not listening to the music. So, um, I guess that I, I think one of the best things to do is sometimes even just sending a unique email, mm. um, not long wordy or anything like that with a crazy picture or something that, you know, that's something that kind of catches my eye. <laughs> yeah. When I go, Hey, this is, these people are cool. Uh, <laughs> let's see what they have. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, I know it's hard to build relationships, but you know, I'm also on a lot of panels. So, and sometimes we have Q and A's and I get to see who I'm chatting with. So that, that's another way that I, mm-hmm. I've been able to develop relationships. Um, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I guess it takes time. Really. That's yeah. yeah anything organic that's takes time. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for doing this. This has been, I mean, I got to go back over this. It's very enlightening. I, I know our audience is going to love it. Uh, and, and you know, I'm surprised a lot of your answers were kind of uh, counter to what I've been reading online. Uh, some people don't want to receive emails. <laughs> they don't want to meet people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I know. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm different that way. I know that... Uh, I, I, I've been told that. <laughs> How do you have the time for it? <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you. My pleasure. I'm happy to do it. It's nice to hear your voice again. Thanks for listening. To find out more about Christine's company, you can go to tattoomusic.com. That's spelled T-A and then the number two. T-A and then the number two, music.com. To find out more about them, and I hope you've enjoyed my interview with Christine. What a genius and so many great insights on this topic of music licensing for advertising specifically. I'm really hoping you get a lot about a lot from this series on sync licensing. Make sure you download our free guide to sync licensing by going to otherrecordlabels.com slash sync. <laughs>